Welcome everybody. How's everybody doing? Well, it's another day. It's amazing. Wednesday, when Wednesday. And you guys know how we do it. We come on here with another amazing powerhouse guest. We talk about our wins. We talk about our obstacles. But before we do that, let me ask you all, are you ever sitting at a job? Are you sitting currently at some place and you're wanting to do more? but don't know how to do it? Or are you wanting to do more and just feel overwhelmed and you need help on it? I asked those questions because you know what? That was me. I had literally, just literally had a breakdown. I was like, I want more out of my life just sitting here lining someone else's pockets and knowing that I could do more. But I didn't know where to start at. I didn't even know I had no idea what to do. I had nothing in mind. So I literally broke down at my desk and I had to pull myself together. And so then I asked everybody else, I'm like, maybe it's just me and I'm having that moment. You know, we all have the moments, right? And so I asked all my teammates, a couple of my teammates, I'm like, what is your what's next? They couldn't answer me. And so then I said, well, what if I could bring in thousands of women that I have behind me to help you conquer whatever it is. May it be you needing more education. May it need to be, let's figure out what your strengths and weaknesses and let's play on it. May it be to figure out time management, whatever it is to kick down that barrier. If I brought in the women to you, would you do it then? And they said, no, they didn't even know. They were like, I'm okay with where I'm at. At that point in time, I knew it was time for me to empower women in and out of corporate. It's okay to go after your what's next and living your best life, but don't just sit and settle. So now I have created Visioning What's Next show, and we are take on where I bring in some amazing women. We have some girl talk, and we talk about our obstacles. We talk about how we get how we got to our what's next, though we still faced them and move and persevered and move forward. So I want you all to grab your favorite girlfriend or girlfriends, your favorite. Look, I got my beverage, you guys. Yes, yes, my favorite beverage. Okay, you guys know the snacks are gone, so sorry. But grab your snacks, grab your pen and paper, and I am going to bring in our amazing goat, our amazing guest for tonight. It is Kimberly. Man, you guys, Miss Kimberly, she is a councilwoman. She is a teacher. She is a chef. So yes, I said that. And she does so much more. So I'm going to bring her on and you guys ask her questions, ask how she got there. I definitely will. Um, and then also it's Win Wednesday. So drop it in the feed. Let us know your win for this week and you'll get to hear ours. So without further ado, hello, Miss Kimberly. Hi. How are you? I am well and so glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Pam. Oh, no. Thank you for coming. I had so much fun the last time. I'm like, I have to bring her back on. <laughs> Yay! I love, you know, as I've told you before, one of my passions is certainly sharing with women. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me, you know, live out one of my passions. Oh, well, thank you for coming here and sharing with us. Well, tell the ladies a little bit more. I did tell them that all that you do, I mean, councilwoman, I, my dad is like really excited. He goes, oh, she's back. And I go, dad. Yes. And he goes, well, 
And I call in, I go, uh-uh, but you can text. So he moved <laughs> in between here with his questions, but he was excited for you to come back on. But tell everybody a little bit more about yourself. Sure. And hi, Dad. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, so I I love to share the fact that I wear a hat of, uh, you know, I wear many hats. Um, I am certainly Shaka Khan's song. I am every woman. <laughs> Um, and you know, it's one of those things that have been with me for a very long time. Um, I started off even in elementary and it's funny cause I always tell the story. So I got to middle school and I says, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to do anything. Go through middle school. That doesn't happen. Get to high school and says, I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to do anything. Doesn't happen. I even get to college and, you know, I literally try to be, um, unnoticeable. And I remember my very first weekend, um, if you go to HBCU, they make a big difference, a freshman weekend. I don't know if they still do, but back then they did. And so we had freshman weekend and they, you know, we had like these little groups, we were broken down into groups and they wanted at least one female from each group and one male from each group to run for Mr. and Mrs. Bronze, which was basically Mr. and Mrs. Freshman of the university. And I don't know what about me, the reason why my group leaders was like, you've got to do it. And I was like, um, really? <laughs> I did it and became Miss Bronze, um, which set me on a whole nother path. And again, uh, allowed me to not sit down in a corner in college. Um, and even, you know, through my adult life, I moved to Phoenix and said I was going to sit down. Um, did not happen. I moved here to normal Illinois, said I was going to sit in a corner. Didn't happen. <laughs> so I have learned to accept that I am every woman and I embrace it and I embrace who I am. Um, and what it, you know, I do have a full time job. I work for State Farm full time, but it's all my passions that I'm able to incorporate in my life. Um, one of them has been, you know, serving on town council. I've always been very into politics. My, I have a bachelor's in political science. Um, so that's where my brain is probably most of the time. Um, and because of that, it allowed me and opened doors for me to do something else I'm passionate about, which is public speaking and encouraging youth and women. Most importantly, I'm a, a about encouraging and exhorting everybody. Yeah. Um, I have taken plenty of the spiritual test, you know, <laughs> spiritual gifts test, and it always comes out that exhortation is one of my gifts. So I, I embrace that. that. <laughs> I can see that. So can see that. So can see that. So I embrace that. But <laughs> since then, um, it also has now opened the doors, which has been a passion of mine since I was really a child. Is I love to cook, um, and so most recently. Um, through COVID, um, it's allowed me to explore. And I've tried a couple of times and hopefully we'll, you know, I'll be able to share yep. a little more about that. But I've, you know, I've tried a couple of times in this space. Um, but it's funny how God works because what I thought it would look like, it's not looking like, but he's still allowing me to um, utilize my gifts and in, in, in what I love to do to bless others. So, so I'm so grateful for that. Oh my goodness. Like I said, amazing woman. Amazing. So let me ask you this. As you have gone through the journey of life and you've landed on so many places, which is amazing on how you get to touch women in different places, but you're still doing what you love to do just in so many different ways. But did you have a vision board or do you have a vision board? And if so, can you share what's on your vision board? Oh, yeah. If you hold on, look, I keep it right. So we're in my office and I keep it in my office. Yay. 
I have one. <laughs> oh, love it. I love it. Um, I actually have done one for the last maybe three, four years. Um, and it is certainly is something that I use. And I will say for the most part, most of what's on it um, happens or, you know, I kind of get close. So this year um, I have on mine is I've got Martha Stewart on there. I see that. <laughs> um, and my mom always teased me. She says, you're my Martha Stewart. Yes. And so for me, I do. I want to embrace, you know, maybe being that black woman who has that brand. And I feel like I'm on that road, especially within the cooking space. And I do a lot of other stuff. I do decorating and home design. So I would love to, you know, Be create my own niche and cut out and carve out my niche in that space. Um, I have some love stuff on there. So... <laughs> Um, you know, I, I look, I'll be transparent and I'm always about transparency because I think there's power in testimony. Yes. So, um, I got divorced three years ago and I'm at a space now in life where I'm like, Hey, <laughs> I'm a little interested, you know, oh. so, you know, some love stuff on there. Um, certainly travel. We've kind of been stuck inside. And so want to get some travel done and it's my 40th this year, my 40th birthday. So I have oh. some things that some bucket list stuff that I want to <laughs> knock oh. off. So those are on there too. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. I love, I love, I stand by vision board and actually the ironically enough, you're right. You know, you have one plan, but God's like, Oh, but no, no, let me help you out a little bit. And so I too have a vision board. Mine has been a couple years ago, but I wanted to show everybody. They all mostly, I have media and this was before I even knew I was going to do podcast TV and the magazine, but you're right. It comes in, your passion comes in, but it just comes in the way he wants you to come, where he wants it to come in. And I love the journey that I'm on because I get to meet women like such as yourself that touches my life and then can touch everybody else. But knowing that you can go after your what's next, you just have to embrace it and make space for it and make time for it. But you know, as we're growing through the journey, going through our journey, we face obstacles. And I tell women, we may look like we got this down. We don't. You know, we we face those obstacles. But what's one obstacle that you have faced through your journey? And how did you get through it? I faced quite a few. But I think the biggest one and the one that I'm most proud of is me getting out of my own way. Um, I've been my own hindrance. Um, and a lot of that, you know, here's going to be a very transparent moment. And anyone who's ever been with me or heard me before knows that I, I'll always be transparent. Um, I suffered from low self-esteem. And so because of that, I didn't believe in myself. Um, I didn't know how to um, get out my own way. And so that has been the biggest journey for me to say, you know, don't let fear drive you. Um, don't let things of your past, because let me tell you, your past experiences will certainly shape your future and in, in, in ways you'll never know because what it does is it creates um perception of what is to come that may not be true. And it's funny because I think about often a lot of us, especially if you're spiritual um, and, and believe in the word of God, we quote Psalms 23 um, yeah. a lot. And it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Right. And when the reality is the, the, the key word there is the shadow. Right. Shadows can do absolutely nothing to us. <laughs> um, if, if you know, if you can see it, yes, you, you might be able to see it, but it has no power. It's, it's, it's just there. Right. And so I had to understand 
that there's things in life that happens that now creates these shadows that really can't hurt us. You know, right. they're a shadow of what was behind us. Um, but if we understood that we had the power and, and, and not allow that to defeat us, we could be unstoppable. And Absolutely. so I had to understand that um, perspective and get out of my own way. I'm so true. I'm so glad you say that because we all get in our way. You know, I, so many women come to me and I'm like, I can't do it because there's other women doing that. I'm like, you know what? Did Wonder Bread think of that? Did Walmart Bread think of that? No, they didn't think of it. All they looked at is this is my competitor and how do I outdo what they're doing? That's it. And so we do have to move out of our own way. But I too face face that, you know, I face the the doubt so much. I face it every day. And I I'm always very conscious on I I'm very conscious on okay, I face it. Now I have to face I'm not gonna let it stop me. I move forward on it. Now I do sit in it for a moment and sometimes I may call your mom or I may call <laughs> some of my other mentors and be like, and they were like, okay, we've heard it now. You need to move on. But knowing that I have that support system as well, and we need to create that support system. There are so many women, especially us, that are always trying to take on the Shira. I got it all and I don't need anybody. And that's not true. And so I want women to understand as you go through your what's next journey, you're going to face these obstacles and so much more. But don't allow those obstacles or better yet, society's norm or others' norms hold you back. I was one of, I was a product of where I was believing I had to do what society had, had said I wanted to do until one day I'm like, you know what? I had that poke by God saying, okay, I'm, this is it. You only get one life. I, you don't get to come back. And so when I was like, you're right. And so what can I do? I mean, if I fail, I fail. I'm going to get back up and we'll figure it all out. So I want women to understand that we go through obstacles and there's nothing wrong with going after your what's next. And please, and I'm going to say this and we'll move on because I will get on the soapbox on this, this one. Please stop saying you are too old to do it. I don't know how many women have said, I'm too old. I'm older than some of y'all and I'm out here trying to do it and figure it out. And I'm not going to stop. So stop allowing what people have put in your head or what people or society perceives. Don't let that stop you. I've heard it so many times. I heard it three times today. And I told the ladies, I was not going to call them out, but I was calling them out. So I want people to get past that piece of it, you know? So with that, Kim, how, and as you had gotten through it, now you're on the other side of being a chef. So talk about the the cooking, which I follow you when you're cooking. I'm like, man, I wish I lived close to her because I sure be like, okay, now explain that again. But that is <laughs> I do. I'm like, how she do that and everything. But tell everybody about that. Absolutely. So, and I, my hope is to do more and so that I can be out and, and share those things. But um, it's very interesting. I actually started cooking at the age of seven. Um, my great uncle, um, you know, I would come home or come to his house actually after school and he would teach me how to cook. The first thing he taught me how to cook was a grilled cheese sandwich. And when he thought I understood enough, he taught me how to cook his famous chicken and dumplings. Now the sad part is I don't fully remember the recipe, but I said one day it's going to come to me and I'm going to make it. Right, right. Um, but, you know, that was the beginning. And then there were things that just happened where life happened. So you kind of 
have to do it, but I found pleasure in it. Um, I love to cook for my family and friends and I do it all the time. I remember in, in college and I can say this now because I've been gone a long time. I used <laughs> to cook and people would be come by my room and be like, what did you cook today? <laughs> <laughs> Though we weren't supposed to, I no. would, you know, because the cafeteria closed early. So, you know, nine o'clock, you're hungry again. And it's like, Oh, we got we gonna eat around here. <laughs> so, and everybody always knew they were like, "You got the food, the good food. We're coming to your room." Um, so that you know, it happened through college, and you know, I, I just that's something I gravitated to. But there was times where I kind of lost, and I won't say lost it, but um, I took I took for granted the gifting in it um, mm-hmm. for a while. But when I lost my job in two thousand and eight. You know, and I remember sitting at my grandmother's tape, kitchen table and she said, baby, use what's in your hands. Mm. And I would get up every day at around three to four o'clock in the morning and I would get up and prep um, to, to do baked goods. And I would bake goods and sell them. Um, I did them for office parties. I did them for churches and I did whoever wanted something. And I remember right by Thanksgiving, you know, I got all these orders because people were like, I cook. I don't want to do dessert. Um, and so they would order, you know, pies, cakes, cookies, you know. And so that was something that I started doing again. And then um, and there were some times even then it was like, well, maybe I'll do a restaurant mm-hmm. and things fell through. If you ever been in the industry, you know how that happens. Um, went out to Phoenix. Same thing. Started wanting to have that passion to open a restaurant. Um things fell through. You'll be surprised if you've ever been in, and I won't say just this industry, but a lot of industries, there's a lot of shady people. Um, People don't understand recipes are not copywritten. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times what they do is, especially when you are the person who cooks and if they taste that you're cooking, what they want is for you to come in and basically give up your recipes to make the restaurant look good instead of fully bringing you on as a partner. And that's what I kept facing. Um, because I just, I didn't come from money and things like that. So they really wanted to take my recipes again. They're not copywritten, right. um, and use them for their ideas. And so, um, and then one person wanted to take the concept that I was interested in as well as the recipes. And I was like, well, wh- where's my cut? You know, what do right. I have this? And so it just was not, um, it did not work out for me. So I kind of, you know, you go inward, you know, you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't, let me just stick to, I cook for my family and my friends. And when they have baby showers or whatever, I'm, you know, and I like every now, every year I host um, a girl's uh, holiday pajama party. And I love to cook for that. Like I love to cook for my friends for that. So that's kind of where it stayed until pandemic happened. Um, And so with me actually trying to kick off my campaign season, <laughs> I was like, well, how do I stay in front of people? So I was just like creating these days to like do stuff. And I remember um, I did, you know, I would try different things. Like one day would always be focused on talking about legislative issues and political issues. And then I would like do these other things because in politics, people want to feel like they know you. So you mm-hmm. have to bring them into something personal to you. And so I would try different things, but I'll never forget when I tried the cooking with Kim, it took off instantly. I mean, people were, and people were like, well, when are you going to do that one again? So I started doing the cooking with Kim a lot more. Um, And from that, someone at our local community college saw one of my videos and says, hey, we do these community classes and I think you would be great to teach them. And I was like, what? (laughs) 
And so I started doing that and it has just spiraled since then. Um, and I and one of the things is because I've taken this healthy life journey, it's allowed me to really cultivate that in others' lives. And I love that. Like I'm able to share my story and help others eat healthy. And, you know, even when we're, what, no matter what we're eating. And I tell people all the time, you know, I went to a more plant-based um, dieting. I, won't, I don't like to call it diet lifestyle, if you will. You don't have to choose that. There's other things you can do. You can keep meat, and, but still eat healthy. And that's what I try to teach people because I want you to have a lifestyle. I don't want you to diet because diets right. are temporary. I want you to be able to day in and day out. And one thing that I always talk about, even though I'm teaching, you know, the focus of the class is food. I talk about the holistic approach, you know, exercise, meditation, who's in your life and who's not in your life, you know, the toxicity that we, we allow to be in our spaces. Like, and I get really real with my classes and I think that's why people love them, <laughs> but you know, I make them fun, but I tell a real story about me um, and, you know, if anybody understands black cooking, that's really where soul food came from. It's right. not just the food itself. It's the stories that are shared over those meals. It's it's the love that's put into cooking those meals. So, you know, and that's I think that's all been ingrained in me, um, even through my grandmother. And, you know, though I uh, first learned from my great uncle, both my grandmother, and my great uncle was raised by a woman who was the domesticate. Um, which is funny because now people want to know my credentials, but nobody asked my great grandmother what her credentials were. Um, <laughs> they just said, oh, you can cook, you can clean, you can iron. OK, you're hired. Right. <laughs> um, and she did not only stuff for as a domesticate in, in the households of white people, she did it, um, you know, for church functions like they looked to her Um you know, Dorothy Washington was the, the cook. <laughs> and so um, even when different hosting, you know, when her pastor hosted other pastors, they went to her house um, for, for meals. So I, that's just been ingrained in me. And, you know, my grandmother would say, though, though I never met her, that I would take on a lot of her. Like I welcome people in my home. If I got food, come on and eat. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so that's the whole thing for me. Um, and and so, I, yes, not by um, formal education am I a chef. I it's it's been one of those things that have been not the non-formal way, but I love it. And I love I love when people can eat and say I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied because I want to tell them it ain't just, you know, your stomach satisfied, your soul satisfied, too. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You're so right. I mean. You guys have to check her out. I mean, even look at, hopefully she put Saber videos in YouTube because I promise you, I'm always like, man, how she do that? And I'm like, I just wish I lived next door to her. I would be there every day, bring groceries and like, okay, show me how to do this. But what is your favorite thing, favorite thing to cook? I always get asked that question. And it, I mean, it varies. Like when I'm with my family, I love to cook soul food because that's what they love. And for me, it's about what people love. Like, I want people to, to walk away like, hey, you hit a ball, you hit it out the ballpark. <laughs> um, and so I love when I'm with my family because they mostly want, you know, especially like my cousins in Arizona, when I went to visit them, they were like, we need a nanny meal. <laughs> and so I fried chicken and made macaroni and cheese and I, they they, some things are different. So I did steamed broccoli. Right. Uh, I did potato salad. You know, I, I just, I did it all. I did pound cake, sweet potato pie. And so it was just, they, they love it. I think for me, I am, I hate to say it, I'm a pasta dish person. So I love creating new pasta dishes. 
Um, that's kind of my thing. I, I also love to create stuff. Um, I, I just think in the cooking space, the ability to create is just what I love. Um, and I've created so many um, different dishes along the way. Um, I also, I, for me, I like to cook non-American foods. So like I love doing, um, certainly I like to say Hispanic because it's not always, some of it's Dominican, some of it's Mexican. Um, but yeah, I love doing a lot of non-American food <laughs> versus your hamburgers, hot dogs. Yeah. And I don't do like, even when I do pasta, I don't do it American style. Um, we put a lot of sugar and stuff. I do more garlic, olive oils. Um, and, and I, I, I try to stay away from processed. Yeah. So, um, only time I use like spaghetti sauce in a jar is if I'm in a rush. Otherwise I take my time and I have a food processor and I, um, you know, make my own sauces and different things. I make my own Alfredos. So yeah. Okay, girl, <laughs> you're extra. <laughs> I really couldn't do all of that. I really, you know, and I, but I am working on my journey as I'm going, continuing down the journey that I'm on actually now it's my health journey. Now that I feel that some parts of my life is more, it's moving, it's moving in its right direction. Now it's all about health working on me. And so I really have been, I even went and bought fresh baby spinach and some garlic, some green peppers, and I'm gonna put some onions in there. I'm gonna saute it up and we're figure it out. But I am, I totally, I'm just going to wing it and we'll taste it and we'll go from there. But I'm, I totally get what you're saying though, all about, it's not about a diet, it's all about lifestyle. And if you wanna be here, stay on the earth, help and being healthy, you do have to change your, your there's no doubt. You have to change your eating habits as well as starting to be active and get active. You know, may it be walking or whatever it is, but I so agree with you. And that's one piece of, and actually, since I'm on this journey now, now that is incorporated into the magazine, which I feel that it will hold me accountable because I'm writing about it. So I can't write about it if I don't do anything about it. So I'm so glad, and I'm glad we talk about it because we need to talk about it too, because our health, you know, COVID, we all sat in the house and what did we do? We, a lot of us grazed and things like that. So now we're able to open, you know, society's opening up a little bit more. So now it's time to get back to some type of normalcy, normalcy, whatever it is, but get back and become healthy. So I'm glad you talked about that. So right quick, we're going to take a real quick break. But before we take a break, if someone wanted to get in touch with you or even follow you, follow you how could they do that, Kimberly? Oh, yes. I'm certainly on social media. I'm on uh, Facebook and on uh, Instagram under Kimberly Cummings Cooks. Um, and so please go out and follow me. Um, I'm trying to get more content out there and the more followers I get and more people like the stuff, the more stuff that I'll, I will certainly put out there because um, I know you're out there watching. So I'm trying to get people to say, hey, if you stay engaged, it'll, it'll certainly get me to, to do more stuff. I want to get to the point. I, I do need to do YouTube. That's coming very soon. I um, just want to let people know. Uh, so please, please, please stay engaged with me. I definitely I will. I definitely will. Real quick, we'll let Kimberly take a break for a moment. But you guys, I wanted to let you know this 
Second half of the show is sponsored by At The Table. At The Table is a nonprofit organization here in Columbus, Ohio, that is all about empowering young ladies as well as young women. They are doing an amazing event on June the 25th. It's their fifth year. Yes, fifth year. And the way they're celebrating it is by having a walk celebration or a walkathon. And it's going to be at Franklin Park. So they're still, we're still looking for, I'm saying that, <coughs> excuse me, I'm saying they, I mean, we are looking for vendors as well as who wants to come and walk with me. You know, it's just going to be some fun. We're going to have a good time. We have a DJ. And we're just going to, and guess what? You can bring your kids because now we also have a kids area where they will stay in an area supervised and they're bringing books and they get to do some, I'm a little jealous because I wanted to do with the adult, with the kids and they're like, no, Pam, you have to be with us. So we'll work that out because I want to do the fun stuff with the kids. We'll see what we can do with that. But if you're interested in any of that or all of that, I will drop it in the feed on how you can join to be part of my team or how you want to be a vendor. And if you can't do either one of those, then you can always sponsor. We're always looking for sponsors for At The Table. But that is At The Table here in Columbus, Ohio. So Kimberly, we always do this part of the show where we just get down a little bit, a little personal. And one part of the show is Book on the Shelf. And so I believe in where, I believe in for in order for us to get to our what's next, or working on our what's next, we have to empower our minds and we have to be inspired. And so if you are reading a book, what book are you reading right now? I'm, I'm actually reading Emotional Intelligence right now. <laughs> I read that. I just read that. I read that twice. Actually, I'm kind of between two books because I'm have. i reading them for um, a leadership training. So I'm with reading that as well as Strength Finders um, oh. right now. I actually take more of those who right now, the um, Emotional Intelligence book. Yes. Um, it's just so much there. I will say personally, there's some good nuggets there, but I always feel like there's a gap there because I'm a spiritual person. Cause it's like, okay, you account for the emotional and the intellectual, but there's a spiritual part too. So right. wait a minute, we got to put all of this together. <laughs> <laughs> I too, I've read them both. So I totally get to you. And I have to say to look, I'm reading, I'm reading two books. And so the two books, I have to look at them because I don't read them. I listen to them. Um, I have to listen to them. So one of them is by Bethany Frankel and is, um, it is personal, uh, business is personal. And I really liked it though, where she talked about all the different, I didn't even know how many jobs that she had did, but she created, has done so many of them. She did a clothing line, a cooking line, a cooking show. And then she ended up with the skinny girl vodka line. Um, and it was just interesting on hearing how she how she kicked through the doors, but also had to face a lot of lot of obstacles. But that was a good book. And the other book I am reading, which I really love, is by is Speak by Toombe. And Toombe, that was a really good. But she was she was amazing. Actually, she was just on um, the Tamara Hall show. And she was started out where she had was into fashion, but she didn't think she was beautiful. So, so she backed away. Then she started working on her journey into the health. 
And so now she, you can find her doing the Pelotona bike where she's teaching. And she just talked about how that it empowered her. So I'm reading that book, right? I'm reading those two books. You guys know I'm always reading a third one. I can't figure it out right now. So I'm reading those two right now, but I do believe in, I want you all to know this is nothing about promoting any of these books. It's just all about us going out here, empowering each other and inspiring each other. And I believe the way we can do that as well as we work on our minds. And so that is why I always talk about book on the shelf. Not only do we talk about book on the shelf, we also talk about doing some self-care. We all, we as women take on so much here in the world. We're talking on, as I said earlier in the show, if you missed it, you guys have to catch it. I talked about the She-Ra, you know, the She-Ra syndrome. And actually I use that because I was referred to that many years ago. And then I didn't realize what they meant until now, but we take on so much. And it's so, it's so important for us to do, take care and do some self-care. And Kimberly, I know you talked about self-care. What's the type of routine do you do for your self-care for your, for you? Oh, there's a couple of things. So uh, again, I'm in my office and I have this um, card on my wall. Um, I call it my affirmation wall. But one of the things is, is for self, it's basically a lot of self-care things. It's almost a, ch a daily checklist. So I asked, did you, did you pray today? Did you exercise? Um, did you drink eight to 10 glasses of water today? Did you tell yourself, I love you? Um, did you complete one step towards one of your goals? And did you take one hour for yourself? And did you tell God, thank you? Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is so powerful though. And I'm glad you do that. And you look at it, that's perfect. Right in front of you, you can do it. So I commend you on that. Well, the show is almost over. Time has gone by as always. I always tell you it goes by so fast because I think I have a I have a great time with all you amazing women. I could sit and talk to you guys. I mean, I like really could get, like you said have a girlfriend night, put on my pajamas and talk to, talk all night to all you amazing <laughs> women before we had before we end the show. What is one tip you would like to leave for our followers that they can actually implement implement now so they can start working on their what's next? Um, I would say the number one thing is to, you know, and I think you've said it before, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be in a vision board, um, but write down one thing that you are passionate about and you want to fulfill. Um, and that's part of, I, I say that because that's kind of where I started in a sense when um, I went through some transitions in life about three to four years ago. Um, and it's funny because I just cleaned out my desk um, last Friday and it was still <laughs> it was still posted up on, on my cubicle. Um, and that's what I did. It was like, this is what I wanted out of my life. I literally wrote this. It was probably about a paragraph. Um, and, you know, for me, I, a lot of times I read it because sometimes when we come to that place, we we are in a dark place. Mm -hmm. And to now, you know, it was funny because it was like, here I am three, four years later, you know. It's been a while because of pandemic since I've even sat at the cubicle and here I wrote it down and guess what? I'm living it every single day. And it doesn't have to be you write down. I want a business. You know, you, you don't have to get as specific. Just think about, you know, even at a high level, what is it you're passionate about? I want to help women. I want to help children. Um, I just want to be a better me. I want to be a better mom, a better wife. Uh, if it's, I want to love myself. I want to learn how to love myself. I want to respect myself. I want to learn how to set healthy boundaries. Whatever that passion for that will, will drive you to a better life, write it down. 
and 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 meditate on that and as you begin to meditate on it because our 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 words become our thoughts and our thoughts become our actions so true i like that i so stand behind that so i'm so glad that you had left that here well what also kim it is when kimberly is when wednesday what's your win for this week Ooh, my win for this week. Um, I've done so much. So I would say, I think for me, um, I had a situation where a particular person and I, we didn't always see eye to eye and we have come a long way, but our conversation, I'll just say even today, it just reminded me of, you know, when you're, um, you kind of step outside yourself. Yes. And and willing to to get to know somebody and to avail yourself to them, um, the power in that. Uh, and so I think a lot of times we get scared. You know, the, it's funny. This the culture today teaches you so many bad things. I like I want to write books on that, like toxic, toxic, toxic. <laughs> so, and so I, I just want to I want to write how to not be so toxic because society today teaches you on all the ways to be toxic. It teaches you how to be fearful. It teaches you not to trust. It teaches you um, to shut down. It teaches you to be in your own space and your own, you know, it, it's, it's so much toxic stuff. And so to be able to break away from some of that, to be able to um, build connections, you know, you never, one thing my grandmother used to say, she said, never burn bridges. You may have to cross over again. Mm -hmm. And that's a situation where you can see that there's a possibility that I may have to cross that bridge again. And to think, what if I didn't do that a long time ago? So to have for us to come together and have a very productive conversation. And it was almost like, you know, we're not friends, but it was like two friends who've known each other. And to be able to share in that way was such a win for me. And it taught me so much. But yeah, I think my, my what's gonna be on my next is to, to to write some books. I've been wanting to write books for a while. So we'll look, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we're, we're gonna hold you to it. I know you will do it though. I know you're a determined woman. You're a determined <laughs> woman. I would say to my win for this week, I was being very intentional. I'm being very intentional every step I'm making, making sure that what I'm doing is aligned within with my with my what's next as well as my purpose um and not allowing any of the distractions or people that doesn't fit in there um distract me so i've been very attentional on, on it and the reason being is because you know we're all we're all intentional in some way but i'm very i'm being very intentional and who steps in that uh, who steps inside the box i'm really starting to say do they really serve me actually my new word is uh, not serve me do they serve my bandwidth the, i mean the bandwidth of my life but it also but it's true because you know we we only get one life so you might as well use it and use it to the best. And I'm really trying, I'm really working on it. So that's that's my win because it was really hard for me. I was just so worried about what they're doing over there, what they're doing over there and what they're doing here and not paying attention to me and what's going around me. So I've been very attentional on that piece. So with that being said, Kimberly, it has been fun. I so appreciate you for stopping by and having some girl time. This was fun. I could do this all day um, <laughs> again. But before we close down, is there was is there something you would like to leave the audience with? 
um, certainly to get get active, get out here, uh, love on yourself. That is so important. Um, and have a great week. And if you haven't already, since I announced it first, go out and follow me on social media. I'm both on Instagram and on Facebook under KimberlyCummingsCooks.com. Cool. I mean, not .com. Well, that's coming. See, I done spoke something into See, That's right. That's Kimberly Cummings Cooks. <laughs> Look, I might have spoke something that because I came right. off. That's right. It's, it's coming. Wait a minute. <laughs> you guys, write it down. It's going to, it's coming. I promise you. Well, Kimberly, I want to thank you for joining us. And I want everybody who has stopped by, who is sitting here, she has dropped some amazing nuggets so you guys can, you know, implement into your what's next. But you guys, I want you to understand this. If no one has told you, you are amazing and you rock. And know that you only have one life to live. Live it intentionally and go after your what's next. We all have a purpose. We all have a passion. So go out there and go after your what's next and live your life to the fullest. Because again, you only have one life to live. Until next week, you guys have another amazing co-host as I did today. This was fun. If you guys have any questions for either one of us, drop them in the feed. I will definitely pass them along to Kimberly. I'm always in contact with her um, and make sure. And if you did not, I did not see anyone's win. I've been trying to, my dad, my, he must, I, I see something, but I'll pass it along if it's him. But um, if you guys have your win, drop your win. We love to celebrate you. I want to hear what your win is for the week. We all have them and I want to celebrate you. Until next week, everyone. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Kimberly, as we step off, don't hang up. I'll be right back with you. Take care, everybody. Bye.